You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Mark Holcraft. You might be thinking, wait a minute. I thought I was going to be hearing Mike Kudrowski and Teresa Curley, and you will be. We're passing the baton on to Mike and Teresa, who are in Leeds, South Dakota. Mike and Teresa, are you there? <laughs> yes, uh, we are here in Deadwood, Mark, in Deadwood, uh, South Dakota. Did so, I say Leeds? Uh, I did say Leeds. You're in Deadwood. I'm sorry. I've been saying Leeds all morning. <laughs> oh, that's okay. It's <laughs> to the people of few... Deadwood, I apologize. Yeah, it's just a few miles away, so oh. you're good. You're good, Mark. Uh, well, yeah, good call this morning, there? Mark. Thank you. What's the what's the energy in the room that you're in? The adrenaline is pumping. The uh, knights and ladies are reporting in. They're registering, and we're going to start off this convention with a bang. There's a lot of excitement, a lot of adrenaline pumping right now, Mark. That's awesome. We and I just finished with Father Chad Wilhelm. Uh, it was such a blessing having him on air with us for Real Presence this morning. Um, gosh, what a gift to North Dakota, you know, for oh, him yes. as their chaplain. Yep. Um, but, Mike, I, blessings to you, to your guests this morning, and um, I'll be tuning in from, from our side. All right. Well, thank you, Mark, and welcome, everyone, to the second hour of The Real Presence Live. We are live, indeed, from Deadwood, the beautiful Deadwood uh, South Dakota in the Black Hills, in the beautiful Black Hills. My name is Mike Kidrowski, as Mark said, and I'm here with Teresa Curley. Uh, Teresa is the uh, development staff from eastern South Dakota and made the trip from Sioux Falls yesterday. Uh, Teresa, welcome. Thank you. I am so happy to be here. You know, just the beginning of the conference this morning, it's exciting to hear from the different knights and their wives what each council is doing differently, like what's unique to their area. It's so inspiring. Oh, indeed they are. The knights are an inspiration to the Catholic Church. And speaking of inspirations, our first guest, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, the worthy state deputy of the uh, South Dakota uh, Knights of Columbus. Welcome, Scott Cunningham. Good morning. Good morning to you, Scott. Thanks for carving out some time. It's been a busy, busy day. I saw you yesterday, and you were going 100 miles an hour, walking back and forth, taking care of putting up chairs. And, uh, you, you know, talk. Uh, you talk about servant leadership, and the Knights of Columbus is the epitome of servant leadership. Yes, indeed. You know, it, that is... As, as we step forward in our parishes, in our communities, you know, doing the activities that we do, uh-huh. yes, that is a great example of servant leadership, you know, oh. f- for the men to put their faith out there. You know, we yeah. have a lot of men right now that struggle to put their faith in action, mm-hmm. and, and that's, you know, that's one of the things we strive to do with the Knights is to have men putting their faith into action serving others yeah not only are uh, do you lead the state knights of columbus but you roll up your sleeves and and you go to work and and do what needs to be done scott to make this organization thrive so uh as we uh let's start off uh tell the listeners a little bit about yourself uh leading up to the uh maybe throw in some uh, your family story leading up to your call and your yes to to serve as the state deputy of South Dakota. Okay, thank you. Yes, I'm. I'm from Aberdeen. My my wife 
Lori and I are on this journey together. As I said when I was elected last year, that it's not a journey for myself. It's a journey for the both of us. Mm-hmm. So as as we go and we visit, my wife Lori, you know, makes an intention to be with me because that's a great symbol that it shows that there's the team of yes. us. It's yes, people see that Scott Cunningham is the state deputy, but Scott Cunningham is not the state deputy without his wife. Thank you for that. Which is which is with all of our positions in the Knights of Columbus, you know. Today I will, I will go in at the ladies' luncheon. They're not aware of it yet, but <laughs> but, I, but I will show up at their luncheon and, and and thank them, because without them, at home taking care of the children, taking care of the home, our men would not have time to be out doing the things that we do, and then they're also in those activities when we ask them to join us and help us. That whole family is out there mm-hmm. serving the nights. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, thank you for. Th- yeah. Thank you for giving the credit to your wife. Thank you for giving credit to the wives of the of the nights. Certainly, there is a, a team effort there. And uh, uh, well, how did you get involved? Obviously, you joined a few years ago as you know, the, you know, day one night, and then all of a sudden in. 2021, you're the state deputy. <laughs> well, well, obviously, I, I look better than than you may give me credit for because <laughs> it, it, it was it was more than a little while ago. <laughs> I joined in 1989. Okay, and and I joined probably like most men join. Someone asked me, mm. a, a member in my parish that I ushered with at mass every week, asked me one day and just gave me a little information. I did not know what the Knights of Columbus was. I, I will be honest, I was not that active in my parish. I joined, and I fell in love with it. And then all of a sudden, it became a passion. And then as I worked my way, you know, as I served as a Grand Knight in my council, and then I moved on to a district deputy. And then after four years as district deputy, that's when Lori and I decided to run for state warden, which would be the first step in the in the officer chain and we've kind of we did that in 2015 and just kind of worked our way up and then yes at the convention last year i was elected to become the leader for Mm -hmm. the knights of columbus Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's been a wild and whirlwind last 10 months well or actually a year now yeah yeah i can tell you have a big heart uh uh, as did uh, blessed uh, michael mcgivney when he started the order a hundred and some 25 years ago, I think. Yeah, 140. 140 years wow. ago now. 18, March 29th, 1882. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, thank you for that correction. And uh, so you have a big heart. You saw what the Knights were doing. You fell in love with it, you said. Um, how did that uh, correspond with your with your growth in your faith? Immensely. Immensely. You know, as, as I mentioned, I was not that active. You know, I was an usher. So, Got it. So I was. I, I felt I was doing my part at mass on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. And I would go home, and you know, I may occasionally during the week read a Bible verse or the readings for the day. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. once I joined the Knights of Columbus, I mean, that just helped develop my prayer life. I mean, I I can honestly say that my prayer life in 1989 was at zero, mm. and my prayer life now in 2021 Crazy. is is a top priority for me. Praise be to God. You know, we, you know, we take time every day to pray. Mm. It's, it's just 
become part of and 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 as both of you probably know you know the the more you the more you learn and the more you fall in love with the gospel the more you want more, more of it more you want to the, the, the more you get the more you want the more you want because yep. the more you learn the, the more you know that you don't know and you want more you want more you know and, and as as you know as our state chaplain father kaiser talks about and emphasizes to our our membership all the time is that we need to be men of prayer uh-huh. and the men in the family needs to be that leader yeah. and set that example for his family his children and others in his parish so uh-huh if you're just joining us, ladies and gentlemen, we're broadcasting live from the state in South Dakota, Knights of Columbus Convention in the historic Deadwood, South Dakota. And we're visiting with worthy state deputy Scott Cunningham from Aberdeen. And my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Teresa Curley. And uh, uh, so, Scott, can you tell us, uh, you said you fell in love with what the Knights of Columbus were all. What did you see? You, uh, Knowing you the little bit that I, I got to know you here in the last uh, few weeks, uh, obviously you saw, uh, you saw what? You saw service. You saw helping, helping those in need, uh, helping the outcasts, that sort of thing. Yeah. For me it was to serve, you know, mm-hmm. that, that opportunity to serve others. You know, how can, how can I do more outside of myself? And and the Knights provide us those opportunities Wonderful. on numerous occasions. You know, there's, you know, there's just so many things in the parish that, you know, if something needs to be done, find a Knights of Columbus member and chances are it's going to get done. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, the person you talk to may not be that individual, but he will find that group of men mm-hmm. to help, you know, whether it's a fundraiser for... A family that lost their home in a fire, or whether it's, you know, a, a medical disaster in their family, and they just need some help along the way mm. to get them through their issue. Mm. The knights are there, you know. Praise be to God. Yep. You, you know, uh, we were talking before the show here, Scott. Uh, uh, the and and we have a couple of minutes left before break. We're not going to get through this uh, discussion uh, thoroughly, but um, we started talking about. You know, some unique uh, programs the Knights of Columbus are up to leading into the global uh, service, the global flavor that the Knights of Columbus have. Can you uh, share with the listeners a little bit about about that? Okay. And probably probably in the forefront currently with the war in Ukraine is, is a great example of where, where the Knights have stepped into that breach to help those in need. You know, as, as, so, as, soon, as soon as the war broke out, the Knights of Columbus were at mm. were at the border where where these people are fleeing Ukraine and coming into Poland, and they set up what they call over there mercy tents, so people can come and there's everything there. You know, just last week the Supreme Office set up a second one, mm. and then there's two other ones within Poland. Once those people migrate in farther into the country, there's places they can go. They can get medical attention. There's places in that building their children can go there's televisions it's warm you know wooden floors it's a it's a great place for them but it's just an opportunity for them to maybe maybe stop for a moment i see and and try to figure out you know what's next for us Mm -hmm. you know because you know as we talked mike i have a relationship with the state deputy from poland and so so in in talking to him in conversations he said you know when you're when you're there at the border and you see these people come across he said the anguish 
and despair that's on their faces because they didn't do anything. Mm. Yeah. But they need to flee to save their lives. So, you know, where do we go? What do we do? How do we do it? How do we... The Knights are there to help. Indeed. You know, within like two days, the Knights of Columbus had two semi-loads of stuff that went into Kiev to support the mission there. Yeah. Was this uh, was this uh, a, a South Dakota effort, or was it... Uh, this the, the Initially, it was the, the Knights from Poland helping the, the brother oh, Knights, the Knights from Poland. in okay. Ukraine. But since okay. then, Supreme has put in a drive out there, so to speak. You know, and mm-hmm. I think last week it went over $10 million has been donated to the Solidarity Fund for Ukraine. My goodness. Mm-hmm. So there is, there's literally six semi-loads supplied by the Knights of Columbus that are going into Ukraine every morning. Wow, what an international flavor, folks. Uh, uh, we have to take a break right now. We'll be back with more of uh, Scott, uh, Scott Cunningham, State Deputy for the Knights of Columbus in South Dakota. Uh, we'll be back with more Don't go away. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision specializes in pediatric eye care and vision therapy. We partner with a national infant eye exam program called Infant C, which provides eye exams for any baby under 12 months old. Many of the major childhood eye problems, such as lazy eyes, eye turns, and ocular diseases, can be detected in this early intervention exam. Infant C eye exams can be scheduled online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud supporter of babies everywhere and a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. If you have ever been through the hell of deep darkness and suffering, like the suicide of a loved one, do you know that your experience may be helpful to someone else? I'm Father Chris Alar. Mercy is defined as a particular mode of love that when love encounters suffering, it does something about it. And when you exercise the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, you are truly loving your neighbor. Jesus said, when a soul approaches me with trust, I fill it with an abundance of graces that it cannot contain it within itself, but radiates them to other souls. Let us show you how to be that radiator and find healing for yourself in the process. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley, and I'm here today with Mike Kudrowski at the Deadwood Lodge. 
here in Deadwood, South Dakota, at the South Dakota State Convention for the Knights of Columbus. And before the break, we were visiting with Scott Cunningham, who is the South Dakota State Deputy, and he was sharing with us some of what the Knights of Columbus do globally. Um, Scott, could you share what some of our more local councils are doing? Well, as we as we talked about during the break, we have recently the the Knights in the Yankton Council have recently did a drive to put a new ultrasound machine in the Zoe Care Pregnancy Center in Yankton. Uh. And that is an initiative started by the local council, but then they solicited other councils in the state and people in their communities and other communities to raise money to purchase this ultrasound machine. And Supreme Office has an ultrasound initiative program that if the local councils can raise half of the funds for the machine, the the Supreme Office will cover the cost of the of the remaining cost of that machine. So the Brother Knights in Yankton, in a matter of just over two months, raised eighteen thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! And actually, they raised thirty thousand dollars. Wow! So I was honored to be able to sign some paperwork to send to Supreme. We received the funds back. In March, we did a dedication at the Zoe Care Center. I talked to Rachel, the director there, yesterday, and the machine is in. The training has been done by the staff, and it is just awaiting a chance to save a life. How is what exciting. That is. Wow. You know, and, and order-wide, in just a couple months ago, the Ultrasound Initiative had purchased its 1,500th machine. Wow. That has been done through this initiative. And this is in what area? What This would be nation order-wide. Yep. Okay, order-wide. Okay. Order-wide. So. Okay. So uh, just so our listeners uh, can uh, refer to what you refer uh, can uh, understand what you're referring to. Yep. When you say supreme, that is the national yes. office. Yep. The okay. supreme office is our our national headquarters in New Haven, Connecticut. In New Haven, Connecticut, yes. Right. right. Yep. Okay. And when we say order wide, uh, what is does that entail? Order wise. Order wide is now for the Knights of Columbus on a global scale. Global scale. You yeah. know, we are in the Philippines. We are in Mexico. We are in Poland. We are in Ukraine, as we spoke earlier. You know, so we are. We're now in Korea. Mm-hmm. So it's wow. you know it's worldwide. You know, just over. Two million members, 170,000 local councils uh-huh. supporting the great works of the Knights of Columbus. Indeed, indeed. So uh, uh, as we gather here uh, at state Knights of Columbus conventions around our listening network, uh, we have North Dakota going on at the same time as South Dakota here this weekend. Uh, a shout out to uh, the Wyoming Knights, our meeting in Casper. Uh, this weekend for their state uh, convention. So a shout out to, to those who might be traveling down to Casper this morning. And uh, we also cover in our network Minnesota and Wisconsin. Minnesota uh, will be meeting May 20th through the 22nd at Breezy Point. And in Wisconsin, they will be meeting May 6th through the 8th at Wisconsin Dells. So uh, so what about these uh, state conventions, uh, uh, Scott? Can you uh, unpack that a little bit? Uh, why do you? Why do we gather uh, every year uh, as knights and ladies? We gather. I'm obviously our, our bylaws of the order. We have business that we need to conduct. Sure. We we have an agenda of items that we need to conduct business. It's to 
look at resolutions it's to order or to elect our state officers to elect delegates to go to our supreme convention so there's there are things on the agenda we we have to do but the the thing we find that we get the most bang for our buck if you want to say is the time that you see around us mm-hmm. where we have knights and their wives talking to each other saying you know this is what we do in our council have you guys ever done that or mm-hmm. we did this fundraiser it's that time of fraternity that mm-hmm. time of prayer mm-hmm. you know we we have a adoration room set up at the convention mm-hmm. throughout the weekend that you know just takes some time mm-hmm. you know i i find it relaxing myself just to sneak away even if it's for five minutes, five minutes. and just that stop and that calm yeah. in the presence of the eucharist and kind of kind of reset and then yeah. as you said mike we're just kind of we do a lot of running <laughs> and it all seems to come together yeah but as we gather together you you know i'm encouraged i'm encouraged to see other brother knights and ladies so dedicated to their faith that they spend uh, this time and all their gifts and all their treasure uh, not all their treasure, yep. but but <laughs> some of their treasure yep. uh, to the Knights of Columbus. Not all of their talent, but but they do give. They do give their time and talent and treasure, and that's encouraging for me to be next to to you folks to see that because that gives me uh, what that gives me more energy. That gives me I said well these folks these folks are doing the same thing. And they're having fun doing it. Yes, so. exactly. You know, and that's and that's what we need to project to potential new members, and we need to invite them to join and, and enjoy the the things that you see going on here this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, we we come to find you know, myself, and I'm sure other brother knights come to find out that doing these things with men that share the same values and and our faith together, indeed, makes it. It's it's not work. It's it's it, it's enjoyment. It's enjoyment. It's yeah. enjoyment. And you know, if if we can get that message to other men to join us, more hands, more feet, yeah. more things we can do. More things we can do. Yeah. Now you mentioned the resolutions uh, a, a few moments ago, and folks, if you're just joining us, uh, we're live from the South Dakota State uh, Knights of Columbus Convention in Deadwood, South Dakota. We're visiting with Worthy State Deputy Scott Cunningham. And my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Teresa Curley. And uh, we're, we're uh, talking about uh, the, uh, the good of the, uh, the good the Knights of Columbus are doing, not just on a local uh, level, but uh, globally. And you mentioned a few minutes ago, uh, Scott, uh, the, the resolutions that are presented at the business meeting. And you had a few that were published in the last Crusader, your newsletter. Yes. And I just wanted to compliment the state of South Dakota Knights on their resolution priorities. Resolution number one for 2020 is a recognition that the bishop of the diocese is the most holy and most important position in teaching the Catholic doctrine. Mm. That was resolution number one. And you mentioned uh, uh, Bishop DeGrude. And that, that's the uh, bishop of, uh, of Sioux Falls. And then in the second resolution, you did the same thing. Recognize the bishop uh, as the most holy and most important position in teaching the Catholic doctrine. And you mentioned the uh, most reverend bishop, Peter Muick. So thank you for that. And we, we, ha- we hold in high esteem, Scott, 
all the priests that uh, serve our parishes. So thank you for that. Uh, anything more? Uh, and you give credit to the co-chairman of the, of the, uh, of the convention, Thad and uh, Jonathan. And so uh, uh, can you talk a little bit more about these resolutions? These resolutions, as you say, you know, for us, those that first and second resolution are resolutions that are number one and two for us every year. Mm. We, we know the importance of our clergy. Amen. You know, and we, we know without the clergy there to give us the Eucharist, what, what do we have if we don't have that? Indeed. You know, and so we need to support them. You know, we need to pray for seminarians. We need to pray for more seminarians or religious order. You know, so, so those are very important to us. And then there's other resolutions, as you stated, thanking the co-chairs. Right. Because those are the other two guys you see running around here, Mike, yeah. that look a little crazy. Those, <laughs> they, those are the two They are going 100 miles, 110 <laughs> miles an hour. And, and I've, I've done that position before. I'm sure you have. Before I was a state officer. So, <laughs> But, but they're, they're doing a great job, especially our first time being at the lodge here in Deadwood. So it's a new venue, so we've kind of had to learn on the fly. Indeed. You know, Indeed. And then another resolution we have this year is uh, on the cause for canonization for nicholas black elk yes mm. so we'll have you know deacon bill white will be speaking to both the ladies during their luncheon tomorrow and then nice. they'll be speaking to the delegates nice. so we'll be seeing some more things about nicholas black elk you know okay. the knights did a pilgrimage up there last june that you know supreme office had sent out and they did a documentary it was in our columbia magazine which is the international magazine for the knights of columbus yeah and the article about uh, yeah. uh uh bless is it is he blessed no he no. is no nicholas black elk yeah. okay all right so that they're working on the cano- yeah, yeah, canonization yeah. okay well uh we have one minute left uh, uh any final words uh, state deputy no i'm just you know we <laughs> I don't, i'm not really sure because as you say things are busy but we are we're just here to spend time together to not only celebrate the things that and accomplishments you know we'll we'll have a night of the year presentation and a family of the year and some lifetime achievements yes and we'll have an awards luncheon tomorrow okay but you know we'll have we'll have mass this evening with bishop mewich leading mm-hmm. mass and we'll have another mass tomorrow um for our deceased members for the last year, we read all the names of the deceased right. members that have passed since the last mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. convention. So okay. just lots of great things, and it, we're just constantly moving all week. Certainly, certainly great things going on. Well, uh, thank you very much, Scott, for carving out a uh, half hour of your time here yep. this morning. I know you're busy. And so, uh, folks, uh, uh, don't go away. We will be right back. And uh, coming up next is, uh, you're not going to want to miss this one. We'll be back uh, with a little history of the Knights of Columbus and why one priest finds it rewarding to be a member. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 